When Hashem originally created Adam and Eve, our sources, our sages teach us that He created them originally as one entity back to back. Essentially, man and woman was one androgynous entity, but the masculine and feminine were facing back to back. It was like a, almost like a two-sided creature that the man was on one side and the woman was on one side back to back. And that's in fact when the Torah says that God put a tardema, a deep sleep on Adam so that he could create Eve. We always translate that he took the tzela as a rib, but a tzela is not really a rib, it's like a side. In the Mishkan, the tabernacle has a tzela, a side of a structure. So the whole backside of Adam was the woman, the, the, and the man was on the woman's backside. They were back to back as one creature. And our sages teach us that what Hashem did, that operation, that severing that the Torah teaches us that Hashem did, which is called the Nesira, Nesira. To saw, like when you saw a tree, zalin sor. Nesira means the sawing, the splitting in half, the severing. What all our holy books teach us is that what Hashem actually did is that He severed, He made a Nesira, He severed them, that they were back to back, and He cut them in half and separated them. Separated them completely to two entities. But then they could unite face to face, but then they could see each other and love each other and unite. Come together in ultimate union face to face, which eventually will bring offspring, etc. And all our holy books teach us, Kabbalah and Hasidus, that each and every one of us has to go through this same Nisira, this same being sawn, sundered, torn, severed from God. Because before we were born, we were like back-to-back with Hashem. What does it mean we were back-to-back? Our souls were one with God, but there was never a choice. It's just, we were like back-to-back. It's just like one entity. There was no passion. There was no yearning. There was no love and fusion. And so our souls had to be severed from God and brought down into this world and put into a body and an animal soul with all the taivas, the challenges and the desires and things tearing us apart. We're now back to back with God. But the point of it is that we should then be able to do tshuva, which means to be face to face and accept God willingly and lovingly. This idea of tshuva being the idea of the nasira, the tshuva being that we were once back to back, so sin is the complete separation from God so that we can return to God face to face, that's brought in all books all over the place. But I want to learn to you, with you today, in honor of Rav Kook's Yurtzeit, how he uses this idea and explains the history of the Jewish people and the terrible, tragic distancing that we all feel from Hashem. I want to read it inside. It's impossible for a person to be separated from cleaving to God. And so too, communally, it's impossible for the Jewish people to be separated from the rock of our salvation, the light of God, the God of Israel. But this impossibility, the fact that we can't be separated from God, that's in all the generations. Throughout the generations, Jews were usually religious. But yesh behechrech tivi, there's a natural being forced. It's natural. It's forced. Which doesn't give a place for a person's das, for a person's mind and consciousness, face to face, for the deeper part of who you are, to elect 
to want to connect to Hashem. And therefore days come that deep sleep fall on a person. And the faces are split from each other. The partsufim, the faces. Partsufim, the way we are. The way we are. Remember that Barbara Streisand and Robert Redford, the way we were? We and Hashem are partsufim that have been split the way we are. Our partsufim are split from each other. Until a complete separation from God is possible, even sin. So if Cook says, but why did that happen? And instead, through the sleep, instead of the side, where until now was the side, a natural connection, back to back, connection, back to back. Now, through the separation, and we electing, to be in love with God. Then the glory of man stands with its entire glory. Because then the intellectual choice is able to recognize God and say, This time this is from my flesh. And I was just like Adam was able to look at even the eye and, and choose and say, Yes, she is mine. He chose because he was separated from her. Rav Kook says all of us individually and the Jewish people as a whole had to come to the, be able to choose with our mind to be able to look at God and say, yes, we're part of you, God. And then the world becomes established with life and, and told us children and, and great things for all generations. The fact that we could speak so much, so high, on so many Jews that left the religion, on so much atheism, on these complete separations from God, that all comes, that's all a result from this being split, this being severed. But that allows eventually the complete unity with God. The free will, the free mind. Just like a groom rejoices over bride, God will rejoice over us because we will have picked him. And this revelation, this vision is revealed in the relationship of Torah to the nation. Why? That right now we've become severed, so to speak. The natural connection to Torah that the nation has to Torah has become separated through this severing, this sleeping, this slumber, this deep slumber that we're all in an exile. But But the end of this separation is the real spirit content of the entire building of the world that only that could bring a complete unity and then Torah will return to us the ones that learn her and all Jews will be children of God that will know God and have much peace and so if you hopped well what Rav Cook just did in that way that only Rav Cook could do is that he essentially what he did. I mean, he was talking in the beginning of the 20th century, over 100 years ago, but how much more for our generation, 100 years after Rav Cook, what Rav Cook essentially just said is the fact that you so often feel so completely alienated, numb, and far from God is because we're the greatest generation, Rav Cook just said. All the previous generations, they had no choice. I mean, even sociologically, they were living in ghettos. For God's sake, how many sins were available back then? The fact that we feel so far and we're so completely severed makes that we're the ones that could bring Mashiach when in spite of everything, 
we're going to say, Hashem, all we want is you.